O servants of Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, inside of his noble book, he says what translated means, O you who believe, O you who believe, who believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, O you believers, O you Muslims, Allah Ta'ala, He says, save yourselves. Save yourselves and save your families from a fire. Ya ibadullah. This fire, this nar, the jahannam, the hellfire, it is real. And it is incumbent upon us that we live our lives in a manner which illustrates that we believe it's real. Allah Azza wa Jal here in this ayah He commands us to save ourselves And to save our families from a fire Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He goes on to say That the fuel for the fire It is human beings and it is stones The fuel for this fire is the human beings and it is stones. Alayha malaika. Over this fire, there are angels. There are angels who are in charge of guarding or 
watching over the fire, angels who are in charge. Ghiradun, Shidadun, they are stern and they are severe. These angels that are in charge, these guardians over the hellfire, they are stern and they are severe. La ya'asun Allah ma'amarahum. They do not disobey Allah and what they are commanded to do. And they do what they've been commanded to do. They don't disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they do that which they have been commanded and instructed to do. Sheikh Fawzan, he says, Nida min Allah li ahlin iman. That this is a call from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to those who have belief. Those who have Iman, wal Amr, wal Tahdir, and they is a command. They've been commanded with something, and they have been warned away from something. Wa Ikhbar an al Khatur Shadid, and they have been warned from a tremendously dangerous danger. They have been warned from a horrible danger, and that is the fire. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has commanded us that we take the protection from the fire, that we save ourselves and we save our families from a fire, that we save ourselves by being obedient unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and commanding our families to be obedient unto Allah, this is how we save our families. We save ourselves by staying away from sin and transgression and by prohibiting sin and transgression for our families, do we save our families from this fire? The Shaykh, he says, وَيَأْمُرُهُمْ بِاتِّخَاذِ الْقَايَةِ لِأَنفُوسِهِمْ وَلِأَهْلِيهِمْ مَنْ خَطَرْ أَمَامَهُمْ وَمَهْلَكَ فِي طَرِيقِهِمْ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commands us to take a protection for ourselves and for our families from a danger that's in front of us. A danger that is in front of us. And from something which will ultimately destroy us, that sits inside of our path. لا ينجو منها إلا من تنبه لها قبل وصولها والأخ الحيطة والحذر من الوقوع فيها. This danger is a danger that none, no one, will be safe from falling into it except for those who they pay attention, except for those who they take notice, except for those who are forewarned, before what? Before they reach it. Before they reach it. Those who take precaution, and those who are beware of it, before it, they reach it and before it befalls them. This is a danger that if we were to bury our heads inside of the sand, then it will grab us, it will destroy us. If we don't take notice before it happens, there's no way to escape it. An individual has to be on notice. He has to be warned. They have to be cautious from right now to avoid the hellfire, to stay away from those things that lead to the hellfire, to stay away from those actions that lead to the hellfire, to stay away from those beliefs that lead to the hellfire. To stay away from following after those vain desires that will result to the hellfire. They have to be cautious from right now. 
If they live haphazardly, if they live in such a manner where they don't give caution to the likes of this, then most definitely there will be those who will plunge, be plunged and reach the hellfire. This is a destruction, this is a calamity that if we are not on guard for it, then it's going to reach us. All of us, we say that we don't want to go to the hellfire. But yet we live our lives in such a manner as if that we are asking for and begging for the hellfire. Now, this destruction of the fire, it is tremendous. These are not like the fire that you know. It's not like the fire that you know. The fire that you know that, that, that could be put out with some water. You put some water on it and it goes out. Poof, it's gone. The hellfire is not like that. You ain't going to put some water on the hellfire and extinguish it. The hellfire is not as such that you can put a fire extinguisher on it to, to extinguish it. No, this is not like a fire that you know. This is a fire that is tremendous. This is a fire, as Allah Ta'ala, He says, Kullama khabat zidnahum sa'ira Every time, every time the fire seems as if it decreases in intensity, we increase it in its fiery blaze upon them. The fire of the dunya, it will burn hot and then it will go down. It will smolder and then it would finally be extinguished. The hellfire is not like that. Every time it increases in intensity. It increases in intensity. It increases in intensity. There is no going out. There is no being extinguished. This is the nature of the fire that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala warns us to be on guard from. This is the nature of the fire that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us to take precaution from, to save ourselves from it by believing in Him properly, by believing in His angels, in His books, in His messengers in the day of judgment, in Qadr Khayrihi wa Sharri, by being a Muslim and living our lives according to the deen of Al Islam, but not dying except that we die as Muslims. This is that fire that Allah Ta'ala tells us to save ourselves from and to be on guard from. This hellfire, Allah Ta'ala, He says, Allah Ta'ala He tells us, showing us that this fire, this situation, not like the situation here in the dunya, not like the fire here in the dunya. In the dunya, a person he get burned, his skin it burn away, it burn away the, the top part of your skin, it burn away till the nerve ending is gone. Then that's it, you don't feel it no more. The nerve ending is gone, you don't feel it no more. Allah Ta'ala, He says about this hellfire, every time that their skin it is roasted, every time that their skin it is burnt, we shall replace them and give them new skin so that they can taste the punishment. This is a fire, not like the fire of this dunya. This is a situation, not like a situation, this dunya. There is no escape, there is no end. A person get third degree burns over his body. It will reach a point that he died, that's it. This hellfire, not like that. Allah Ta'ala, He says, لَا يُقْضَى عَلَيْهِمْ فَيَمُوتُوا they will, they will not be put to an end. It will not be put to a rest as such they die. No. 
The hellfire won't burn no one to death. They're not going to die. There's no escape. وَلَا يُخَفَّفُ عَنْهُمْ مِنْ عَذَابِهَا It is not going to put them to an end and then they're going to die and it's over. Nor will it be lightened upon them. Nor will the punishment be lightened upon them. There is no escape from the hellfire and it will not decrease in its intensity. But if anything, it will perpetually get worse and worse and worse. This is that fire that Allah Ta'ala tells us we have to be cautious from. This is that fire that Allah Ta'ala tells us we need to be looking for a way to save ourselves and our family from the likes of this fire. This is that fire Allah Ta'ala, He says, لا يذوقون فيها ولا شرابا. They will not taste anything cool inside of it. No cool drink for them. No ice for them. Nothing cool for them. Nor would they have anything to drink therein. No drink for you therein. Illa hamiman The only drink they're gonna have therein, it will be the boiling water and the dirty, filthy, nasty pus. Do you understand? Boiling water and pus. Neither of these are an option ever, are they? Would you rather boiling water? Would you rather pus? The, the, the intellectual will say, I would rather neither. None of them. No boiling water, no pus. Who want to drink boiling water? The heat, the intensity will destroy their insides. Who want to drink pus? This is what is going to be for the people of the fire. This is what's going to be for those who enter into the fire. Allah Ta'ala, He tells us about those, those guardians of the fire. Those angels who are in charge of the fire. That they have over it angels. Ghilaadun, shidadun. Angels that are stern. They are severe. La ya'asoon Allah. They don't disobey Allah. They don't disobey Allah and what they are commanded to do. They do that which they've been commanded. These are the angels over the fire. They're not going to have sympathy for you. They're not going to feel sorry for you. You think the angels of the, of the, that are in charge of the hellfire are going to feel bad for you because you was dumb enough to destroy yourself? You think they're going to feel bad for you and lighten up your punishment because you was dumb enough to destroy yourself? No way. You're not getting no sympathy from them because they are as Allah Ta'ala described them. That they are stern. They are severe. They don't disobey Allah Ta'ala and that which they've been commanded to do and they do that which they've been commanded to do. So you're not going to get any sympathy from them. They're not going to feel sorry for you. The please is not going to have no effect upon them. They love to obey Allah Azza wa Jal. They look forward to obeying Allah Azza wa Jal. They obey Allah, they don't disobey Allah Azza wa Jal. So they won't feel sorry for you, they won't take it easy on you, they won't have pity for you, no way. There's no, there's, there's no sympathy for those who are dumb enough to destroy themselves and find themselves inside of the hellfire. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He makes of those who are intelligent 
and he makes of those who utilize their intelligence to avoid that which will harm them, those who utilize their intelligence to chase after those things that will benefit them. Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salam, ala rasulillah wa ba'd. Ya ibadullah. If you don't want to go to hell, you better repent unto Allah Azza wa Jal. Allah says, Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu, tubu ilallahi tawbatan nasuha. Allah Ta'ala, he says inside of his noble book, O you who believe, again addressing who? The believers, those who have Iman. Allah Ta'ala, he says, O you who believe, repent unto Allah with a sound repentance, a sincere repentance, a true repentance. Repent unto Allah Azza wa Jal. You don't want to go to hell? You have to repent unto Allah Azza wa Jal with a sound, sincere repentance. That sound and sincere repentance that requires that you abandon the sin in which you was doing. Tarkul them. Whatever sin that you was doing that you repented from, you stop. You cease and desist. When nadam ala fi'liha, and that you are upset or you feel remorse for doing it, you feel bad about this, that, that you made that sin. Gotta feel bad about it. Ma'am? Well, Azam Allah, Adam al Auda, and that you intend to never go back to the sin. You don't repent from it now, intend to do it again later. But you intend that you're not gonna go back, honestly, sincerely, earnestly, that you're gonna try your best to stay away from it. Now, that doesn't mean you're gonna be successful in that. You might slip up again later. So then you repent again. But the point is, is that you have to earnestly have the intention never to do it again. You have to earnestly, honestly, truthfully have the intention that you're not going to do that no more. And whatever you had oppressed the people, if you had did injustice to them, iniquity unto them, that you have to replace it. You have to pay them back what you owe them. You have to give back their right. You have to apologize if the situation calls for that, so on and so forth. Now, this is a very important point. How many of the people they take from the wealth of the people? How many of the people they oppress the people? And then they say, well, I may tell you. You may tell that you repent, meaning truly repent, that you apologize to the person gave them back the property that was stolen from them, you returned unto them the right in which you had taken from them. What you mean? You done stole all the money from the person, and then you say, oh, no, I repented. Get the money back to the person. You oppressed the person, oh, no, I repented. Fix what you have broken. You have oppressed your brother. You have oppressed your sister. Apologize unto them. Remove that oppression. You have backbit them. Deal with that situation. Go to those whom you have backbitten them in front of and then speak good about them and take back what you have said in front of that and so on and so forth. Where are the amends in which you have made? You can't just say, oh no, I repented. It doesn't work like that. 
Doesn't work like that. You still owe. And the day of judgment is the day you want to pay your debts. The day the day that the debts will be paid. If you ain't going to pay it in the dunya, you're going to pay it then. But you want to pay. Your choice. Either now or later. But you got to return back the rights of those who have stolen their rights. You oppress people, you have to fix that. You lie upon people, you got to fix that. You falsely accuse people, you got to fix that. You want to fix it now? It's fine, you fix it then. But if you want to escape that fire, you have to repent sincerely unto Allah Azza wa Jalla, and this is part of it. This is part of it. If you have taken the right, you got to return it. If you want to be from those who enter into the Jannah, then you have to repent with a sincere repentance. This is from the ways in which you safeguard yourself from going to the fire. Encouraging your family to repent unto Allah with a sincere repentance. This is from the way that you safeguard your family from going to the fire. Yeah, ibadullah, this fire is real. It's real. It's in front of us all. It's in front of us all. Because there's no one that hears my voice except that your days are numbered. You understand? Your days are numbered. It doesn't take the doctor coming inside the room and saying, Mr. Abdullah, got some bad news for you. Your cancer is terminal. You're going to die. It doesn't take that situation to bring about this realization. Because whether it's cancer, whether it's an aneurysm, whether it's a really strong strain of the flu, or whether it's a car accident, you're going to die anyway. Your days are still numbered. Whether that be something that you're sick with the sickness where you're more heightened aware that air is coming, or whether you're unaware and you're playing around and you step out the curb and bam, the truck hits you and you're gone. It's coming anyway. Your days are still numbered. So just like that individual, when the doctor come in and say to him, your cancer is terminal, you are stage four, no stage five. And he has that heightened sense that I'm about to die. All of us should have that heightened sense because none of us gonna be here forever. And when you die, Know that you will be put inside your grave And inside the grave there were either going to be bliss or going to be punishment Know that after that grave you're going to be resurrected You're going to go back to Allah and be judged And know that at the end of the affair It will either be Jannah or it will be the hellfire That's it Two options It will either be paradise or it's going to be the hellfire so from right now is when you work. Let your life show what you're really about. If you want to go for the agenda, then work for it. Let your actions see what you're really going to do. And if you don't care about destroying yourself, well, do that. Do you? Afimu Salah.